0: Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 49 of Extreme Evo Casts, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. I will apologize. Well, maybe I shouldn't apologize. I will, I will make a note of three things right off the bat in the beginning of this episode. One, I might sound a little bit different. Um... First of all, because I am in a new place, I am back at my dorm in college and university. So, uh, welcome to the echoey stone, you know, <laughs> uh, dorm room, not the, 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 the padded carpet room that I had in my, uh, in my holiday home with my parents. Uh, but I'm back at university and thus my voice might be a little echoey, might be a little, you know, it might be a little more vacant than usual. It's just because of the, the room that I'm in. Uh, normally I would have this like huge blanket over my, over my, my whole setup to make my voice a little more padded, but I didn't really feel like doing that tonight. Um, and that leads me into my second reason why I might sound a little different because I'm very tired. Uh, well, not that it, that I'm tired necessarily. Um, but it is pretty darn late where I am right now. Um, I had to do a lot of preparations for school, um, a lot of things in the background because, you know, school is starting, everything's sort of getting back into business and I, uh, have not really had the time for EvoCast. So thus I'm, staying up a little bit later than I would like to to record evocast tonight and um we have uh, and my, you know my my sweetmates are sleeping and it would it would be pretty rude to wake them so I don't want to be too loud too um you know energetic tonight so welcome to a sort of late night uh very chill episode of evocast my voice sound my voice might sound a little bit more mellow a little bit more um you know drawn back uh, as opposed to other episodes of Evocast, because it's late. I need to be a little quiet. And also, my voice is pretty tired, because I've been streaming the heck out of recently, uh, because I just got back to school. And I can stream for the first time in, like, two months. And I'm very, very excited about it. Uh, if you'd like to catch my streams over on twitch.tv slash I am playing um, Pokemon XD. I'm playing Minecraft. I'm playing Final Fantasy, I'm doing all kinds of fun, um, streams right now, pretty much every single day because of, uh, because of, because I am able to, and I have lots of time with school, uh, this semester, but, um, even then, uh, I still haven't really had a lot of time to do, to prepare for Evocast because, you know, school, uh, classes are starting very soon, actually tomorrow is my first class, um, and it sort of came up to me a little bit faster than I expected, um, so apologies for that. And my third thing is that uh, today's episode might be a little bit shorter than others. I know I say that pretty much every single time, um, and it always ends up not being true. But I mean it this time, okay? I'm like the boy who cried wolf, the girl who cried wolf, the girl who cried, girl who cried short EvoCast episode. Uh, it's gonna be short this time. I'm almost a hundred percent certain, um, mostly because there's almost no news, and uh, the topic that I wanted to talk about today is non-existent. Well, it's, it's there, but it's very small. It's not going to take a very long time at all. Um, you know, sort of, sort of solidifying this short, chill episode of Evocast, and you know what? I'm just fine with that. Um, we got a big one coming up, uh, in the next two episodes, episode 50 and episode 51. Uh, episode 50 might not be nearly as exciting as episode 51, because 51 is the two-year anniversary of Evocast, and I'm going to do something very extra special for that. Uh, Fifty, Because of that, though, 50 is probably just going to be a normal episode, despite having such a cool number attributed to it. Um, but, you know, in the next month or so, I got to think of something really special to do. So um, this sort of mellow, chilled-out episode will be paralleled. Uh, quite oppositely, by a very, very extra special episode coming on episode 51. Um, So I hope you can, I hope you can, you know, forgive me for today's episode uh, being the way that it is, but like I said, it's the best thing for me, Uh, and also I think that, I think that all of us could, like, you know, could need some chill time uh, in their lives, especially with everything going on. And uh, school starting up for a lot of people, including me. uh, I am certainly not opposed to it. Anyway, um, this is, I think, probably going to be on record the overall average of the deepest my voice will ever get on an Evocast episode. Maybe not the deepest in terms of, you know, the deepest, but overall, across an entire episode, I think this will be the deepest because my voice is raspy and it's late, so my voice is you know, getting a lot of those low notes in there, I think, today. Um, And uh, one last thing before we get into the meat of today's episode, I promise, last thing, uh, you know, you don't got to worry about me if you are. I promise I get good sleep. I get enough sleep. Um, Sometimes I find myself staying up a little bit later than than most deem normal, but um, I make sure not to let it affect my health, and, you know, it's all good. I'm fine. Don't worry too much about me if you are. Uh, Anyway, let's move on to the news. And like I said, the news is scarce. Uh, There really is not that much. The biggest of the news I'm going to sort of talk about at the end. Uh, But until then, let's get on to the maybe a little bit less interesting, uh, smaller bits of news. For example, in Pokemon Masters, there is an electric steel type event going on. Um, says this event allows for players to get eggs of various electric and steel type to make sync pairs. You can get sync pairs of Pichu, Elekid, Magnemite, and Voltorb, with shiny variants of Pichu and Elekid being available alongside this. Um, In Pokemon Masters as well, there's an event going on called uh, Team Hoenn Unite. Um, this event has you battle against a variety of trainers to earn event vouchers to exchange for a variety of items. It runs till January 28th, and uh, a spotlight scout has begun, which introduces the sync pair of May and Mudkip to the game. May will be permanently added to the scouting pool following the scout. There's also a spotlight scout boosting the chances of getting Wally, Lycia, and Phoebe. And last but not least, in Pokémon Masters, there is a scouting pair. Um this new Spotlight Scout has been announced for Pokemon Masters EX. Scout adds the sync pair of Mallow and Serena and starts at six o'clock UTC on January twenty first, which is uh tomorrow. So uh if you're interested in getting that, uh I like I like I said I know I don't really talk about Pokemon Masters all that much on this podcast it's because I don't play it myself um but you know just to keep you sort of updated uh when there's not much going on I am fine with with talking about it every so often and there you go that's uh that's what's in the run for Pokemon Masters for this episode similarly to another game that I do not play yet sometimes find myself talking about Um, In Pokemon Cafe Mix, Whimsicott is added to the game, uh, as well as a big update uh, that just came out today. Uh, The update has details, this update has details some upcoming changes to Pokemon Cafe Mix over the coming months. On February, from February twenty fourth, new stages will come in batches rather, of thirty rather than fifty. Emoga will be added February tenth, alongside the batch of orders bringing up the bringing up to order nine hundred. It will be the last Pokemon for a while. After Chansey leaves, some events will be repeated. Torterra will return on on January twenty seventh, and then Snorlax will repeat on February tenth. And a major update will be detailed in March. So there's a lot of exciting things coming uh, to Pokemon Cafe Mix. Uh, I may or may not be talking about them, depending on how much, you know, my sort of attention is filled by other things. But you never know, like this episode, sometimes I find myself talking about it. Um, and if that is the case, I will hopefully bring you um, the information that you seek. And I know that that's, there's a lot of variables in that sentence, but, you know, you know how it'd be. Um, original Stitch has some new shirts, always exciting. These shirts come in three different designs focused on the gallery starters Grookey, Squirt Bunny, and Sopple. Original Stitch has off also kindly given us a code Serebii. Not, not me. I'm reading this off of Serebii. It sounds like I'm in cahoots with Serebii. I'm not. <laughs> um, but okay, let, let me rephrase that. Original Stitch has also kindly given Serabi the code Serabi to use for free delivery on the shirts. It is now confirmed that these are only available in Japan at the present, and an international release will come in February. And I will keep you updated on that, because I, for one, am very excited for new releases of Original Stitch Pokemon shirts, and hope the day that I get enough money to buy one of their shirts, because, god, they are expensive, but I imagine they are so worth the money at least for, if you're a big fan of Pokemon. Uh, Eventually, I might pick myself up one, but like I said, they are so expensive, for a reason. I mean, they're high quality, but like, jeez. And finally, you know, the big three, Cafe Mix, uh, Pokemon Masters, and the biggest of the trio, uh, Pokemon Go. There are some things going on and have gone on in Pokemon Go. Uh, First of all, there is a new Pokemon Go event. It is the Johto Celebration event, uh, and it it features an increased focus of Johto Pokemon. It runs from January 26th to January 31st, only five days, maybe a little more. Uh, the event features increased spawns of Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodile, Mareep, Hoppip, Apom, Sunkern, Yanma, (laughs) hang in there, Murkrow, Gligar, Snubbull, Slugma, Miltank, and... Shiny Miltank <laughs> being available, oh boy, Pecha, Pe- Pecha. Okay, Pichu and Cleffa. not sure how that happened, Igglybuff, Wooper, Tyrogue, Smoochum, and Larvitar will be in 5k MX. There will be field research tasks that give Stardust or encounters with Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodal, Chinchow, Mareep, Sudowoodo, and Miltank. Oh my god, okay, almost done, I promise. And Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodile, Mareep, Meryl, and Larvitar are in one-star raids, while Togetic, Espeon, Ubreon, Skarmory, and Miltank will appear in three-star raids. It wouldn't be an Evocast episode if we didn't list at least 10 or 20 Pokemon in a row. (laughs) Um, But there you go. That's all the information you need about the upcoming event in Pokemon Go. Exciting. Johto Pokemon. It's a celebration of them. Not all of them, though just the ones that you heard, which is a little bit misleading, but still, there you go. In Pokemon Go, uh, there was a community day that just happened on the 16th, uh, for Machop, there was a chance of shiny Machop, Machop appearing, um, and if you evolved Machop, if you evolved Machop into Machamp, you, it would have the move Payback, which, you know, obviously, same thing for every community day, I hope those of you who were out and available to play got your machops and if you didn't you're in luck because there's a chance to get a shiny roselia on the next community day uh, on february 7th with her appearing more often and uh, of course you being able to get a shiny one you'll also be able to get a bullet seed and weather ball on roserade but you will also be available in 2kms during the event uh, and it will come with timed research to receive Sinnoh stones, and you will be able to purchase a ticket to receive special feature research smells like Rosalia, uh, which will, which you will get for free if you have purchased the Pokemon go tour Kanto ticket. And finally, I know I promised something big at the end of this, uh, at the end of this new segment and boy, howdy, do I have something exciting? Uh, there was a video released, uh, by the Pokemon, um, YouTube channel for the Pokemon 20th and 25th. Um, with that, where they were, they, you know, it was sort of a big collection of like games, plushies, merchandise, all sort of uh lined up in this big like Rube, Rube Goldberg machine where you know things knocked each other over. There was dominoes, there was balls running around, there was Pikachus and minecarts flying all over the place, going across games, going across you know, plushies, all kinds of stuff going on. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. It's, it's filled with nostalgia and just a lot of fun times. Um, but the video itself, uh, revealed a lot of things going on. First of all, a collab with Katy Perry, which who could have guessed that? Literally nobody, especially not me, but is it a bad thing? I don't know for sure. I mean, I'm sure she'll do great. It's exciting to see Pokemon collab with other creators and just things in general, you know, please give, give me that Pokemon content, sweet mother. Um, you know how it is. Alongside the collab with Katy Perry, who will be making, well, we don't know how many, it could be one, it could be a whole album. I think the former would be, would be, the latter would be great to see, I mean. Um, but, Along, alongside this Pokemon Pop collaboration comes a uh, reveal that more Pokemon merch will be sort of revealed over the year to come, uh, in line with this Pokemon 25th anniversary. So we're getting a lot more Pokemon merch, which again is of course always a good thing. Um, and with that comes more collaborations, such as McDonald's, Funko, of course, Uh, Build-A-Bear, which was already a thing, Levi's, General Mills, Scholastic, Mattel, Power A, and the WANT company, all of which I have no idea what sort of products they actually make and are just sort of recognizable by name. Uh, But I'm hoping that they are good things and not bad things is sort of the broadest way I can put it. I don't really know how to react because, again, I'm not really sure what kind of products these companies make so it doesn't really evoke any feeling out of me, Uh, but again, like I said with Katy Perry, hearing Pokemon collab with anything is a call for excitement from me, at least, um, because it means more Pokemon content at all. Uh, Whether or not it's good Pokemon content or bad Pokemon content is, I suppose, up for uh, debate when the actual products come out, but even then, it's Pokemon content. And for somebody who talks about Pokemon content, that's good. Uh, Again, I want to reiterate, I'm not, you know, I'm sort of in this weird mood. I'm not like, I'm not putting down the collaboration between Pokemon and Katy Perry. I just don't really know how to feel because, uh, I mean like, yes, I enjoy Katy Perry's music and I'm sure, and I know that lots of people do. I mean, you know, there's plenty of people out there who enjoy Katy Perry's music. I mean, she wouldn't be, as famous as she is if there wasn't but um you know I'm excited I, I suppose is all I can really say I don't really know how excited I am or if I'm like the most excited in the world for Katy Perry's Pokemon song but you know I mean it's exciting in its own way as well as the other collaborations with the other companies you know I don't really know what I'm going to be getting out of it I don't know if if they're really targeted towards me Um, but you know, it's exciting in any, it's exciting in any way because it's Pokemon content is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, let's move on. The, the 25th anniversary is coming. We got a lot more stuff to find out in February, February 21st, I believe is still the actual 25th anniversary of Pokemon. So hopefully we'll be getting some, some news. I've heard some rumors that we're getting Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes. Do is I, do I believe it? No, because there's been so many leaks about diamond approach remakes that I'm sort of just no dull to numb to this sort of, to that sort of news. You know, I'm like, okay, it could happen. I mean, like though, I will say there, there has been some, a little bit better evidence, uh, where people who have been like, you know, I believe who have leaked things before that have come true. People who have like credible sources with Pokemon, the Pokemon company for leaking them, uh, which I don't condone one bit, have said like, oh yeah, there is, I'm confirming that there's them in a Pearl remakes, but they could just be saying that, you know, it, it's really hard to believe anybody or anything at this point in time. Uh, and I'm sort of the one to never, never believe leaks because it's just going to set you up for disappointment. You know, unless there's concrete proof, uh, you know, as someone who plays, who is a very, very big fan of Super Smash Brothers, never believe leaks because you're always just going to be disappointed. I mean, there's a, there's an off chance that it could be true. And like, yes, it, it, like it, you know, it could be true whether or not the leaks even were correct in the first place. You know what I mean? Like they could just be saying that it could just be coming out of nowhere and it just happened to be true. So I'm sort of in the boat of, okay, sure. It could happen, but I'm not getting really going to base my whole you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna base my whole personality around the fact that there might be Pokemon Diamond Pearl remakes, Am I hoping that there are Diamond Pearl remakes, Uh duh. Have you met any Pokemon fan ever? Uh but, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um we'll get more news as time comes. News is news, news comes out, when news comes out, you know? It's not anything we can really I'm not really worried about it because there's no sense worrying about it unless it's there, uh, and leaks are just there to get your hopes up, uh, but everything is exciting nonetheless, the 25th anniversary is coming up soon, um, there's new merch coming, there's new collabs coming, it's a good day for, it's a good, it's a good, it's look, look, looking like it's gonna be a good year for Pokemon, or at least I'm hoping so, it's also gonna be a good year for Cats, if that's the case, And uh, you know, that's good in my book. So uh, before we get on to the main topic of today, which is something to be excited about, I'm and I mean you know the topic for today is specifically something that we know is coming out soon and that we are going to be excited about it. Not that the topic itself in my podcast is something to be excited about, even though I hope that it is. Uh, that's not what I meant. Uh, before we get into that though, let's of course go over everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode, and today's Pokemon is, I didn't have the Bulbapedia page open for them, number 513, if you can guess what Pokemon that is, I'll give you a second. It is Panseer. Panseer is a fire-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 5. It evolves into Simiseer when exposed to a Firestone, And Pantsir is one of three elemental monkeys. The other two, whoops, are are the grass type Sage and the water type Panpour. Uh, Pantsir is the high temp Pokemon. It is fire type, like I said. It has the abilities Gluttony and Blaze as its hidden ability. Uh, Gender ratio of 87.5. Percent male, 12.5% female, sort of just a glorified starter at this point is what I'm realizing, you know, Blaze, uh, one and eight male female ratio or female male ratio. It's kind of a wannabe starter. It's got the whole elemental monkeys do sort of play on that whole dynamic. So I'm not surprised. Uh, it is two feet tall or 0.6 meters or, uh, it is 24.3 pounds or 11 flat kilograms. Uh, you know, (laughs) I, I kind of dislike these Pokemon, uh, and I'm not gonna let my bias sort of affect, um, the, the things that I talk about on, on Evocast, but, of course, you have to remember that at the end of the day, this is my personal podcast, uh, and I am welcome to share my opinions, and I will say right off the bat that I do, I do dislike this Pokemon. I do not think this Pokemon is very good. I don't think either of the elemental monkeys are ve- or any of the elemental monkeys are very good. I think that they're boring. <laughs> uh, I think that it was an okay design choice. It was good for teaching players type matchups in black and white for the first gym. And literally that's it. <laughs> I don't think that is, des- I think the designs for the evolutions are average at best. Um, and I think that, the only purpose that they really have is for starter matchups, you know, the type matchups, fire, grass, water, which you know, the starters and the rival battles that you do at the very beginning of the game kind of already feel that purpose. But, you know, I can't really get mad at something that's based around people who are new players, uh, because that would just be gatekeeping and that's not good. Um so you know, it, it's a good concept. I see what they're trying to do, and I'm happy that they did it. But in sort of a retrospective view of all Pokemon compared to this thing design wise, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like any of the, uh, the only one that I really kind of like is Simi poor because I think that her design is kind of cool. Um, but all of the other ones I think are not very interesting and they're just kind of boring. Uh, they're kind of just less, you know, lackluster starters, which is saying something. Um, anyway, let's, let's, let's stop berating this poor little monkey, uh, because I just saw its adorable picture in Pokemon adventures. And I changed my mind. This thing is adorable. I love it. Uh, no, but, but seriously, look on, look go to Bulbapedia and look at the Pokemon adventures, uh, entry for this thing. And the, the pictures that they have in tow for this, for this little monkey man is adorable. This is the most adorable picture I've ever seen of this Pokemon. And that's saying something, but wow, is it cute? <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, let's look at some Pokedex entries for this thing. Maybe we can get a little bit more of an idea of what it's all about. When angered, its temperature of its head tuft reaches 600 degrees Fahrenheit. It uses its tuft to roast berries. This Pokemon lives in caves in volcanoes. The fire within the tuft of its head can reach 600 degrees Fahrenheit. Very intelligent, it roasts berries before eating them, and it likes to help people. (laughs) That's nice. Uh, I guess it's a monkey, so it makes sense that it's intelligent, and a big swirly tuft on its head gets hot. You know? I mean, it's something. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to be talking about it in, uh, in Smogon, because I know for a fact that this thing is probably pretty bad, uh, but I will say it's stats right now. It has a 50 HP, 53 attack, 48 defense, 53 special attack, 48 special defense and 64 speed with a 316 stat total. Uh let's see, what else can we talk about? Uh, it has it does have some trivia. Uh Pansir is the only non-generation one Pokemon that evolves with the use of a Firestone. Wait, really? Do Firestones only affect Gen 1 Pokemon and Pansier? Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> what Pokemon evolve with Firestones? Wow. Fulpix into Night Tails, Growlithe into Arcanine, Eevee into Flareon, and Pantheon into Simisir. That's really interesting. They really have added no other Fire Stone evolving Pokemon? Really? That's interesting, actually. And also... Panzer and its evolution are the only non-starter Pokemon to have Blaze as its legally obtainable ability. In this case, its hidden ability. So it's the only Pokemon. Or the only line, I suppose, that can have Blaze that isn't a starter. That's interesting. That's cool. I do like that. Um I assume that Simi Sage and uh you know, Simi Poor and the other ones are the same with their moves. Yep. Overgrow and um, Torrent they can, they have them as their hidden ability and the only other Pokemon other than starters are to have them. So I guess that does separate them a little bit. That's interesting. Uh, I do like that. Um, let's see. That's really it. Of course, um, the sort of elemental monkeys are based on the, uh, three wise monkeys, the hear no evil, see no evil, speak, speak no evil with uh Panseer having its hand up to his ear, being hear no evil. Let's see what the other ones are. If I can if I can find uh Pan Sage. Pan Sage got its hands up. It looks like he's saying something. Is that what it is? With its mouth open, Pan Sage represents speak no evil. Okay. What about what about uh oh you know what? Semipor has its uh Panpor and Simipor have its eyes closed. So they must, they must be based on Cino Evil. Yes, they do. That is interesting. I sort of always, uh, like, you know, got that that was what they were based on, but I never really, I never really put it together, uh, that that's, that that's what they were, you know, I never, I knew, I knew that that's what they were based on, but I never really looked at the, the big details. That's interesting. There was a little bit of forethought putting into their designs, which is cute. Or at least their, their official art, which I suppose is really the only, uh, time, and their sprites, I guess, which is really the only time that it's, uh, really meant that, you know, references in their official art or their sprites in black and white, um, which is cool. A little bit of a, little bit of a, of a, a little bit more lore, sort of, you know, in line with the creation of this Pokemon. Um, but other than that, that's really it. <laughs> um, Finally, let's look at its shiny form. Its shiny form is actually not too bad. I'm not going to lie. It does only change the red to an orange. It doesn't really change anything else. Um, But I got to say, it's a pretty nice looking orange. (laughs) I do like the color orange. uh, And I do actually kind of enjoy how this looks. I almost wish this is what it looked like normally. uh, Because it's kind of nice looking. Uh other than being red. It sort of blends in with the yellow in its ear and the uh the beige as of its of its body. Uh very nice. It actually looks really good. And in fact, I'm gonna give this a much better rating than I initially thought that it would with a seven out of ten. Yeah, the uh three the three D uh sprite doesn't really change. It gets the orange a little bit less vibrant, but that might just be the uh the the shading. I'm not really sure. I'm just gonna give it a flat seven out of ten. And uh yeah, that was here. Alright, uh, so I'm going to do something a little bit different on today's episode. For I think the first time in EvoCast history, uh I am going to react to something live <laughs> on uh on evocast uh i am going to be uh for you know for today's main topic i'm going to be talking about something that is exciting uh, something that is new coming very soon uh and that new exciting thing soon is new pokemon snap uh recently there was a um there was a trailer uh, a new trailer released um for new Pokemon Snap, and I didn't watch it specifically so I could watch it live on today's episode of Evocast. If this is something that you would like for me to do more often, uh, please let me know in either the comments or, you know, send me a tweet over on twi- uh, t- on, uh, twitter.com slash extreme Evocast, uh, if you have some feedback for me, um, if you'd you'd like, uh, for me to do more things like this, you know, uh, I'm going to react live, uh, to the trailer, sort of give my thoughts. And I'm also going to, um, sort of embed the trailer audio after the fact. Um, so you guys will be able to sort of listen along to the specific parts, uh, that I am reacting to, uh, and sort of getting a look at. Um, so, uh, you know, please by all means go watch the trailer firsthand uh, because I'm only going to be able to share the audio because, you know, I won't be able to, uh, embed video into a, a podcast episode, uh, but, you know, um, go watch the, go watch the trailer beforehand if you haven't, um, and I am going to watch this po- trailer for New Pokemon Snap for the first time, and, you know, sort of go, go with it as I go, give my thoughts about it, uh, afterwards, and talk about how excited I am for the game. So, here we go. Turn town. Oh, it looks beautiful. We saw the main characters for the first time. This is him. Here's the main character, boy. He's got a fancy looking camera. <laughs> wow. Oh, the game looks absolutely gorgeous. I saw, like, here, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it after the fact, but. Weird hexagon bubble, uh, you know, thing. Wow, oh my god, I can't even talk about anything else because of how beautiful these landscapes are. The Pokemon animations Wooper, Tucannon, Bounce Suite, there's the Professor, Saucebuck, Deerling, oh my god, these Pokemon look so good. The atmosphere is the desert. Wow. You can give them apples. I never actually played the original Pokemon Snap, so... Torchic burnt up the apple. What's going on? Ooh. Got some glowing flowers. Oh my god, that is a... What, was that a... massive... glowing... meganium? What? Okay, well that was the end of the trailer. Hold on, I'm gonna go back to that. Was that a was that maganium bigger than normal? I mean I assume, huh? It's a pretty big Meganium. And it's glowing. It's like it's got these particle effects on it. Is that like a new some? is that a new thing that we know about? I'm looking at the I'm looking at the um you know, the, the description of the game. I'm gonna, here, I'm going to read this. Uh, I'm going to read the thing from Cereby. Um This game has to explore the lentil region and take photographs of over 200 Pokemon. Your task is to investigate the Illumina phenomenon to professor mirror on Neo one. There is a Pokedex to complete and Prince professor mirror will evaluate your photographs based on similar features as the original game pose, size, direction, Placement, background, other Pokemon, and so forth. Then you can register your photo into the Pokedex for that Pokemon. What does it deal? deal with these with these glowing Pokemon? Do we know anything about them? Oh my god, we have... Well, okay, it's just, it's, it's telling us what Pokemon we know are for sure in the game. I'm not going to go through them, but there are a decent amount of them. Oh, they got like different descriptions for, um, for every Pokemon. You can do like multiple pictures. You can do like, it, it almost seems like it has descriptions for different actions that the Pokemon is doing. It gives you like, uh, Pokedex entries on the Pokemon. Oh, I'm going to be playing so much of this game. You have no idea. I'm probably going to, I'm definitely going to stream it over on twitch.tv slash Lily but like, Wow. The game looks. I can't get over. Like I'm watching this trailer again. I cannot get over how beautiful this game looks. I made a tweet because I I saw like one screenshot of the game, um, and I said that the beauty of this game makes me excited for the hope of the main series Pokemon games. Which I did see a lot of people say like, oh, you know, they're made by different people, made by different uh, my comp- different, you know, branches of Pokemon. But still, a girl can dream. Jesus Christ. Wow, seriously, they look... It's so gorgeous. I wish that... I wish that the main series Pokemon games looked like this. (laughs) I know it it would be a lot harder, considering that, you know, they have to focus... They're focused on two total different things, but wow, am I excited for this game. You have no idea. April 30th, huh? Wow. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I talked about it quite a bit before, um, but... Still, I mean like, you know, I'll sort of talk about it as time goes, but this game looks so good. I'm so excited for it. I never played the I was going to say I never played the original Pokémon Snap, so I don't really know too much about it. Like I watched, you know, I watched videos of it. Not like entire playthroughs, but I did watch some videos of gameplay and stuff. You know, I've seen some gameplay over the years just being a Pokémon fan, but like oops, wow. It's, it looks so good, seriously. I cannot, cannot, cannot wait for this game. The, like, the, the main characters look really good, too. Professor Mirror looks cool. The effects on the, the, the ship that you're riding in look so cool. Just, like, the lighting and the backgrounds of this game are so dynamic. It looks so good. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, I, I hope that you, I hope that that was something interesting. I know there wasn't very much you know, cues on what was going on, sort of, in the, in the video, um, but I hope that you, you know, uh, I, I hope that, that me, sort you hearing my first reactions to the, uh, to the, um, the trailer was something that, that maybe you want to, want to see more of, uh, in the future, uh, and maybe for more, you know, uh, <laughs> audio cue, you know, videos with more audio cues in them so you can know what's actually going on. Uh, Maybe some more very, very important reveals for games, things like that. I know this is just sort of a trailer for uh, gameplay of a game that we already have known about for a couple months now, but still, uh, I enjoyed doing a live reaction. I enjoyed sort of giving you my live thoughts on it, and I hope that you did too. And as for Pokemon, a new Pokemon Snap, I'll say it again, it looks so good and I'm so excited for it. Uh anyway, yeah. I mean, I know this episode I said was going to be pretty short and uh sort of going along with that, we've reached our final segment for the day. Everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every episode, move tutor. Uh and today's move is number 806 um which I've said it before and I'll say it again, if you can guess moves based on their number, then more power to you. Um but today's move is Skitter Smack. Uh, Skitter Smack is a damage-dealing Bug type move introduced in Generation Eight. I'm not gonna lie; I actually thought that this move was the um <laughs> the partner Eevee Bug type move, uh, from Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. And then I remembered that there isn't actually a Bug type move in that in that game for Eevee because it's not based on one of the EV evolutions. Um, so I was I was sort of surprised when I found out that. Uh, when the picture for it was Dunsparce using it in Sword and Shield. Um, but hey, this is a move that I didn't, I totally forgot even exists. Um, Skitter Smack inflicts damage and lowers the target's special attack by one stage. Uh, it is a bug type move, it is physical, it is a PP of 10, a power of 70, accuracy of 90%, Uh, and the description in Pokemon Sword and Shield is the user skitters behind the target to attack. Just dropped the bottle cap for like the fifth time this episode. This also lowers the target's special attack stat. There's a large amount of Pokemon that can, uh, that can learn this move, but pretty much that's it. Uh, I, like I said, I didn't actually even know that this, uh, that this move existed until now uh, I, that's not true, I might have seen it before, I just, like, you know, I haven't really, I sort of forgot that it existed until now, I guess is a better way of saying it, (laughs) uh, but hey, you know, uh, we're gonna get moves like this that are kind of not interesting on Move Tutor just by the nature of, of how many Pokemon moves there are, and, you know, uh, going with that, we're gonna get episodes of Evocast like this that are sort of not interesting, uh, and are sort of scarce of content, but, you know, uh, like I said, we got a big couple of episodes ahead of us, and, you know, I'm not always going to have mountains and mountains of Pokemon content to talk about, um, but even then, I still hope that you enjoyed today's episode, even if it was a little bit a little bit short, a little bit slow, a little bit, uh, you know, mundane compared to other episodes, uh, but I enjoyed it, and I hope that you did too. And with that, uh, I think it, that is going to do it for me for today. I thank you all so much for listening. And I hope you all have an amazing day. I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.